0: What is up? Welcome back to the Showtime Forum podcast. I am your host, Ray El Barbon. You can catch me at Ray underscore El on Twitter and Instagram. And with me once again, I can't seem to shake this guy, but here he is once again, Mr. Adel Del Toro. What's yes, sir. Bro? Chilling, bro. Yeah? You chilling? Yeah. Well, yeah, man, I'm ready. All right, good, good. Well, before you, we get into this, let me go ahead and let people know where to follow you. So, if you if you want to follow Mr. Audelator, you can go ahead and catch him on Twitter as at underscore, and that's with two e's. Or you can catch him on Instagram with Audiz with three e's. Yep. So it's Audiz underscore, Audiz underscore, three two e's underscore at whatever, whatever, whatever. We're gonna change that, right?
1: That's right. We're gonna change yeah. it right after the show.
0: Yes, right after the show. So What's going on, man? How how you been?
1: Chilling, bro. It's, it's
0: been good. Uh, yeah. Could be a lot better if uh, we had a, had a coach already in place. Well, we might. We might. <laughs> we might, right? But yeah. we might not have a coach, but we do have a special guest with us this week. Uh, you can catch him on ESPN LA's Mason and Ireland, trying to keep order. You can catch him on the Blue Review, as well as our very own Showtime Forum, the man, the myth, Mr. Greg Bergman. What's going on, Greg? How you doing, man? What's up, fellas?
2: How you doing? It only took you a month and a half to get me to come onto this podcast. Where's the
0: where's the love? How come I, I'm not getting calls? I dude, I was trying my best, man, but I just could not get by uh, Donnie. <laughs> oh yeah, Donnie doesn't let anybody by. And no. Adele,
2: two e's, three e's. Do you want to go on Facebook and have four e's? Like, where do you want? How many e's you want to add to your name? You
1: know, you know what? They, there was no possible way of getting the two e's on Instagram. For some reason someone has Audizy with two e's already on Instagram. What's wrong with <laughs> those
2: people? Then make yeah. them all three
1: e's. I, I should, right? Yeah, like I'm continuity,
0: man. I know you continuity. love that word. right? Continuity. continuity. Mm, uh, <laughs> don't even, don't even get him started with that word, bro. Don't even do that. But obviously. Um, we had a very eventful weekend. I don't know how you made it through the weekend, actually, Greg. I know Friday you were kind of going nuts trying to avoid all these endgame spoilers. And on top of that, we had the uh, the Game of Thrones episode this past Sunday. And if that wasn't enough, uh, Woj came and dropped the bomb on everybody. What I think it was this past Friday on the uh, the pregame yeah. before the Clippers and Warriors uh, game six. Yes. Yes. Yeah, so yeah, that I was about
2: you, Adele. I remember we got we got out of endgame, and you and uh, you were all over that stuff. What happened there? Like, explain how well, that
1: yeah, all no, worked it, out. Yeah, no, it was. Uh, our guy, Ben, said, um, hey, I was watching the uh, pregame, and uh, the Woj just said some stuff. I guess no one was watching the pregame at that time, because I guess who who's going to really watch the pregame show on a Friday night, right? All right. So he gave of. it to me, and, and I just kind of aggregated it, and it was some big, big news.
2: So what, 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 what
1: was it? Well, basically, <laughs> it was Rob is the guy. He was just saying, you know, uh, all the coaches that were interviewed, they were letting them know that Rob is in charge, and that that's who it is.
0: Well, I mean, I think it was a little bit more than that, no? Pretty much, from what I heard, it sounds like we got a new PBO, GM, assistant coach, head coach. It sounds like we're – it sounds like uh, – it sounds like – well, I don't want to – well, I guess at this point it's not even a spoiler alert anymore, right? So I guess it sounds like somebody reversed his, uh snap and brought back an actual staff for the Lakers.
2: Yeah, that staff of the Lakers is now Rob Palenka, Jeannie Buss, Linda Rambis, uh, Kurt Rambis, a, a, kind of, and Tim Harris, and that is your – your group that is running the Lakers from now on yeah. and whether or not that's a good thing, a bad thing. I mean, we it's, we're going to have to just kind of see what happens in the summer. I assume. Yeah. But I, I wouldn't pick those guys as Avengers of anything. Maybe
0: they might be the justice league of anything. <laughs> right. But like, like the Lannisters almost, if we want to go into the, yeah, Lannisters. <laughs> I, I, do, I really, do. I mean, if you go, if we go there, I'm just going to be lost. But, man,
2: I don't know what's wrong with you. How do you not watch this show? Everybody on the Slack watches the show. The entire world watches the show, yet every Sunday night you refuse to even go into
0: it. I need a, I need a full reason why are you actually yeah. not into this. It just does not interest me. I've never been into any type of dragons, medieval times. I mean, honestly, the show's not – I'm not going to say the show's bad. I've seen a couple episodes. I just I, – it doesn't interest me, man. It's all it is. It just oh, there's really so so much- interest me. There's so much more to it than that. It's like the politics and it's how the
2: and it's the, the arcs of the different characters and where they go. You go, they go from hated to loved or loved to hated. It's just there's so much more in depth to it, and you're just missing all of it because you're stubborn. And that's the only reason it is. It's out <laughs> and of that's pure stubbornness. Yeah. And I I
1: myself, I was never into the horses and the medieval times and all that. I was like, that's so cheesy, so corny. And then once I saw the first episode, I was like, okay. I got, I got the story, the plot behind it, everything. It's, it's a good story. Yeah,
0: but I mean, honestly, I, I, that's I have enough drama right now going on with the Lakers, man. I, I don't even want. To, yeah, I don't, I don't, think I need any more at this point, right? I mean, I don't know. Let, let's kind of go back to what what happened this past weekend. So supposedly, the all the head coaching candidates that have been interviewed have been made aware that Rob is going to be the new GM, the new uh, president of basketball operations. So he's pretty much going to be the uh, the head honcho now, right? Um, another thing they were talking about was the fact that Ty Lue had about a five and a half hour meeting with the, uh, with the, I guess the second, the second interview staff at this point, which included Linda Rambis and, and Jeannie and all of them. Uh, I heard that not heard, but, uh, Rose reported that he made an emotional connection with Jeannie using his past ties with the Lakers and whatnot. And uh, I I think Lou came in very prepared, especially with the fact that he he came in with a plan talking about how he's trying to acquire or trying to uh, involve Tom Thibodeau Thibodeau as his his head assistant. Um, I mean, that's a lot to wrap your head around, man, because literally went from Thursday, didn't know what was going on, to Friday, all of a sudden, this entire story just unraveled. And I know a lot of people were talking about the fact that uh, it sounds like Rob is really funneling his information through, whoa, so at this point, is this information coming from Rob?
2: I mean, most likely, maybe, who knows, uh, but it kind of seems like the way he would go. But um, I mean, all the different people, we've had a bunch of different head coaches that are thinking about it, Let's. but we start with Rob Palenka. Whether or not we think he's the right guy for the job, it doesn't matter anymore. And as much as it kind of drives me crazy that this guy, Mr. Rob Palenka, is going to be the PBO at this point... There's nothing we can do about it anymore. This is what it is. This is what we have to deal with. It's time to move on. We've all complained about it enough. It's time to just see what he can actually do. Now, if he can get into the summer and he doesn't bring in a big-time free agent, if he doesn't bring in one of the Ks, there's a bunch of different K free agents that are the mm-hmm. really the big names. I'm talking like Kawhi, Kevin Durant, Kyrie, Kemba Walker, Clay Thompson, even Kristaps. Mm-hmm. Those mm-hmm. are all Ks. Those are the ones that they want. If he doesn't bring in one of those then we can really start thinking about whether or not this is the right guy for the job, whether he's going to have it or not. We can start killing him after what we see in the summer moving forward. Yeah. I mean,
0: at this point, I mean, if it's not going to be Rob, who would you want to see in that position? I mean, I know the whole fly with a side and all that stuff, but I mean, who is the most realistic candidate that we can acquire? Oh, I mean, there are no real
2: realistic candidates mm-hmm. in that sense. I think most people would take the job. I think if you asked almost any GM in the NBA if they want the Lakers PBO job, they're going to say yes. Of course. Yeah. But, I mean, so if if you're asking me who I want, yes, fly with Masai. I want Masai Ujuri. If you're asking who's the most realistic, it's Rob Pelinka. That's your most realistic, that's who it's going to be, and that's kind of where we're going with this.
1: Yeah, and, and so, look, look, John Ireland actually made a great point today that I didn't think about, that Rob Polinka has been the GM for over a year now, and he had no power. Magic Johnson was the guy with the power. So let's see what Rob Polinka can do with the actual power and see what kind of moves he can make. You never know. He might turn out to be Bob Myers. You know what I'm saying? Like, we don't know.
0: Possibly. Yeah, but, well, possibly, but then at, let's look at the other side of the spectrum. He might be Bob Myers, but then he might not be Bob Myers. At that point, how much of a leash do you give him? Like how much rain are you going to let him – how much destruction or damage are you going to let him cause before you say, you know what? This isn't working. Right. Well, it depends on what he does. I mean, we're gonna we're going to absolutely
2: destroy him if he makes the wrong decisions. And the wrong decisions could very well be trading guys away, like the young guys, like Lonzo, uh, Bi, Kuz, one of those guys. If those guys move, it better be for the right piece that's going to fit with LeBron and moving forward after LeBron. So he's got a he's got a huge, huge, um, uh, all this on his plate right now that he has to really work through. And so. It's a, Again, it comes down to the summer. I just think that he's go, He's in a bad spot no matter what because we're going to kill him if he doesn't do anything mm-hmm. yeah. and we're going to kill him if he does the wrong thing. Yeah. So it's not – and from everything that we're hearing, everything that we're seeing, it's not about what we think. It's not a, yeah. about what anybody else in Twitter world thinks or whatever it is. He's there, and I think he's there for the foreseeable future. I I think the, the for the length of time that we're going to give him, we're not going to give him much time at all. This summer is the time that we're going to give him. The fans will destroy him if well, he I, does the wrong thing.
0: And honestly, I think more so than Rob, I think the fans, and they rightfully so, should be destroying Genie. Because at this point, I mean, Rob did what he's supposed to do. He wants the job. He went and got it, right? I mean, I don't think any of us would do anything different if we were in that position. We'd go after the job that we wanted. We would leverage whatever opportunity, whatever Whatever type of leverage we have, we would use that in order to acquire to, – to get that position. So at this point, he's doing what he needs to do. So at this point, you got to put the blame on Jeannie if it fails, like 100%. Well, I mean,
2: okay, so look, let's look at Jeannie's track record for just a second. What has she done since she has been the owner of the Lakers? When she took over for her father, Jerry Buss, she has had essentially two PBOs and two GMs. Mm-hmm. We, they've had – he had Mitch and Jim, who was a problem. And they, and they and they were both let go because it was a terrible – everything that they did was completely wrong. And then you had um, – and then they bring in Magic Johnson and Rob Pelinka. And, again, she's always stayed out of it. That's kind of what she's always done. She's yeah. always said, I'm not the basketball side. I'm going to give this to people that I trust. I trust my brother, and then I trust my my other brother. So – and one of them, you got – you fired one, another one left – so she is doing what she's supposed to do, running the business side, doing a very, very good job on the business side where they're they're just killing it on, on with how much money they're making all over. Like They have the best TV deal in all of NBA. Yeah. And then so now she's just continually giving it to the to people to do this job for her. You can't kill her for that. Um, as much as it's she needs to step in and start doing something, uh, do you want her stepping in and actually making decisions? <laughs> I
1: don't know, Adele. Do you want her making decisions? <laughs> no, not at all. I mean, she does. She no. So on the business side,
0: she's great. Decision.
1: Hey, right. Linda. So Linda, you can't
0: kill her. Linda, what do you think? Should we let her make a decision?
1: <laughs> Seriously?
0: Yeah, Linda says she's all for it. Hey, man.
2: Hey, when you, you know, look, you're married, right, Ray? Uh yes. When you make a decision, do you ask your wife? Of course, dude. Of is course, like, the be- they're, obviously they're not married, but they're best friends. So that she's not <laughs> married, so she has to act, talk to somebody. It's her confidant. That's her. That's the who she's been with forever. It just makes sense. I'm not saying I'm a. I am okay with it. I'm not saying yeah. I like it. I'm not saying this is what I would do if I was in the front office. But this is the hand that we're dealt right now.
0: Well, and then something that came out today was the whole uh, Linda being the shadow uh, PDO, right? Right. She's she's the one essentially making. I I don't know how much I really believe that. I think that's a bunch of crap. But I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't really know what to think about that. It just seems like another conversation to just throw the pot. Right. Adele, yeah. what it, 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 like?
1: it was um. I think it, What's his name? I mean. I mean from. Amin mean, Yeah. Oh, it was Al-Hasson. him who kind of was quoted on that. So he, he talks a lot. I don't. I don't know if he's you know credible and what he has sources with. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But I, like I'm I I don't I don't think she's the shadow pbo or the shadow you know manager in charge but i, I do think she has a lot of uh pull with genie i mean whatever they say that she has to go through she has to con- be convinced by her uh so that she can be the you know she get the decisions in i agree I, it's true that linda rambis has a big say in there and as well as kurt rambis at this point
2: right and whether or not they should have these they whether they have the the acumen the the to be able to make these decisions i mean that's totally up for debate i don't think so but this is again the hand we're dealt and it's time to move forward so i you know i i'm i'm just hoping that somehow Kawhi leonard makes this amazing turnaround and becomes a laker or Kyrie decides or kemba or whoever it is one of the k's yeah
1: you guys both do agree that right now rob is the guy and we kind of have to give him a chance at this point right of course, you guys have been killing me for weeks. I
0: think that's where we're at. Yeah, you guys have been killing me for weeks about this, man. You guys, hey, don't you know, say you guys. Well, no, I'm sorry, you guys. Aside from Greg. <laughs> 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 so let's go back to the coaches. So Ty Lu sounds like he's the guy, and I know we were discussing the how their offensive schemes fit the team and whatnot, and. I mean, after kind of looking into both Monty and um, and and Tyloo's like offensive schemes, I guess it seems like Tyloo is the guy who's going to be able to fit with this roster. Well, I shouldn't say it should fit, but it's probably going to fit better than than Monty's uh, offensive scheme, just because it seems like Monty's scheme kind of clogs up the lane a lot more, and that kind of clogs up. Uh, uh, the driving lanes for, uh, LeBron for, uh, for BI and then for whoever else comes in, hopefully Kawhi or whatever the case is. But, um, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what you guys think about that. So
2: here's my thing. And I think we saw a a great video from Laker film room who always makes really, really good videos. And I watched the one on Ty Lue and he basically was saying that the five out was, was, was Ty Lue's main offense that works for them now. For a lot of teams that have shooters like Cleveland, when he was in Cleveland, they had a bunch of shooters, J.R. Smith, um, you know, uh, mm-hmm. even LeBron to a certain extent, and all the different players that were able to actually shoot. Kevin Love was a big time three point shooter. That doesn't work for this Lakers team. They are not a shooting team. What are you going to do? Kyle Kuzma shot under thirty percent from three point range. Uh, Bi was starting to get a little bit better, but that's not his game. is not th- Is not three point shooter. Le- uh Lonzo really not that guy either even though he was starting to get better before he got injured um LeBron can shoot the three but besides that there's not enough shooters to have a five out set that was always my worry about having LeBron come to LA anyway was because he was going to be the guy that there's yeah. five out he was gonna be standing out and people were just gonna be standing around outside the three-point line and yeah. nothing going inside at all that's That's not this team's game. Kuzma is a driver, a slasher, a scorer. Uh, B.I., we've seen what he does from mid-range and from inside. Um, And when Lonzo was good, Lonzo, he was getting inside the paint. So having these guys just stand around at the corners... That's not this team's game. They they can't hit the threes in that sense. There are no shooters there. And no matter what, even if you bring in a bunch of shooters in the off season, whether you go get Terrence Ross or Wayne Ellington or you or even Kyrie, whoever it is that you bring in that's a three point shooter, it's still you're still going to have Bi and Kuz and Lonzo that are not three point shooters. And they, unless they miraculously become thirty five to forty percent shooters in the off season, that's not this team.
1: Well, you, so know, just, you, 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 you know, he sounds a little positive to where he's saying this is going to be the roster again next season with the same the same starting five. And what I heard from I forgot who reported it, but they said that all these coaches that were interviewed, they were interviewed and they were told they were talking about free agency. That's what they were talking about, like who we were going to bring in and whatnot. So I think this whole team could be totally different. I don't think Kuzma, I don't think Bi, Lonzo. It could be a total different starting five. Yeah. So if that's the case, it might be a good fit with Tyron Lue if he has guys in mind that would fit his scheme.
2: Yeah. Right. I mean, if you trade for Anthony Davis, and or if you trade a couple of the guys away for Bradley Beal, or you trade them away for whatever it is, then maybe. But I've always been the type that I, I love B.I.'s game, and I think he's going to be a superstar at yeah. some point. Agreed. I love Lonzo. He makes this team go. He's great defensively, which really the d- defense is a huge part of it. I mean, I want to move Kuz to the six man. I've always wanted to move him to the six man role. So I'd be fine yeah. with somebody coming in for that sense. So I'm here with the kids. I think that the kids are the future and if you keep them together, we don't we're not I don't want to see the same thing happen where Julius Randle's at another team or Lonzo's at another team and we're like, oh man, we had that guy.
0: Yeah. it worries me. You don't want another D Lo situation, huh? <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: oh, my God, my God, Look, d D-Lo, D-Lo, Lo's a great player. I love D-Lo. I just uh, – at the time, I'm not doing it.
0: I'm don't, not doing don't, it. Don't, don't, no, don't. No, no, no. You don't need to. Honestly, I was all for him being shipped out. So you're right. not – yeah, you're preaching to the choir at this point. Good. good. Yeah. But uh, honestly, even though Ty's scheme might not fit in uh, like a glove, I just don't see how Monty's scheme could work at all. I, I just one—it's kind of an unknown at this point because he hasn't been a head coach for some time, right? right? So we don't really know where his uh, where his strategy has developed or what it's evolved into. So I, I just—I don't—I just can't. My biggest thing is we can't lose another year. We cannot lose another year, and I feel like Monty's going to be too much of an unknown, even though he might be—he might be the guy. It just—it's too many variables that go, that go along with him. You know, we know what Ty is. We know what he's not. We know where he's been. There's less variables, I would say, with Ty.
2: Kind of. I mean, we kind of know where he's been. He was with a LeBron James team in Cleveland in the East that, that made it through a very bad East to get to the finals. And that's about as far as we know. Then we also know that he is a guy that had left because it was too much pressure on him being in that game. So you think that pressure in Cleveland is going to be less than it is in L.A.? I don't know. I don't think so. We don't know what's going on with Monty. You're right. We don't know what his scheme is. We don't know we just know what it used to be back in 2014, 2015, right. which is three, four years ago now. Yeah. So I, I mean we don't know. i I just think that personally Monty just seems to have the defensive acumen. He understands defense. He under he's been learned under Pop. He was uh, he's played with LeBron or he coached with LeBron as an assistant coach and with the Olympic team, so he knows how to work with those guys. I just have faith that that's kind of the guy that could move this team forward, even after LeBron is gone.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, so where do you think that Tom Thibodeau would fit in? If, if this plan of Ty would work and he comes on as the uh, the head assistant, uh, where, where would that fit in? I mean, I know a lot of people are not big fans of him, but I personally am not a fan of him as a head coach.
2: Right. Yeah. Well, as a defensive coach, sure. Like that's that'd be great. He's not the guy that's making the decisions about how often guys play. I mean, we've seen what happened to Tibbs' players when they're in, when they're actually you know, on the floor. They get overworked and they're exhausted. So, um, as a defensive guy, sure. But he's already said he wants to be a head coach. He doesn't want that job. So Tyloo's plan with having Tibbs there doesn't actually work because yeah. he doesn't want to take it.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, is, that, is that your first choice, Ray? Is that what? Is that your first choice? Um Tyloo? Uh, of the available yeah, the available choices,
0: yeah.
1: Oh okay. I didn't know yeah. that. One of my... Really? Yeah. What's yours? Me? Yeah, yeah, you the other guy in the podcast. You know what? No, I had um because I've been going back and forth. Um No. 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 Go. no. Yeah, no, Dude, I had Monty wow. Williams my first choice, and I had Tyloo, and then I'm Monty Williams and then I went back to Tyloo.
2: Oh come on, flip flopper, take one. What which, which side,
1: who do you want?
0: Um, I'll take Luke Wallen back. <laughs> <laughs> I, th-
2: I think, I think he's got a job.
0: <laughs> yeah. And I don't think, I don't think you want to touch him at this point either with the uh, surrounding. <laughs> yeah. Juan Howard.
2: Yeah. no. Juwan How- okay. So here's the, okay. Juan Howard is interesting to me. Uh, he's never been a head coach. I get it. Um, but in his track record, if you want to actually say why he's a, a possibility of being a good head coach is that he played with LeBron. He coached LeBron as assistant coach in Miami. Um, he made like $180 million in his career. So he understands how he making money and being a, being a large uh salaried player in the NBA what it's like he can he can work with the kids in that way and with the with the other younger players that are just making money for the first time um, he understands that part of the game he was the he was basically the defensive coach when it came to the Miami Heat they were the second best defensive team in all of basketball so I'm, there's positives there he has the yeah. LeBron connection Plus, he can. I think he can. Do, he would be able to do well with the with the young guys. And first time head coaches doesn't mean it's a bad thing. Yeah. Where Dave Roberts, first time head coach for the La- for the Dodgers. Um, Luke Walton was a first time head coach for the Lakers. Uh, tr- Sean McVay, first time head coach with the Rams. This is not unprecedented at this
0: True. point. True.
1: True. I'll give you that one. I'll give you that one. I think you want. Uh, you what? I think you want Howard. <laughs> that, that's your no. choice
2: now? <laughs> <laughs> My
0: choice now. I flipped. <laughs> you flipped again. Greg is gonna have to jump on the uh, the Dodger postgame pretty soon. He's gotta prep and all that for that. So we're gonna try to wrap Shoot. it up real quick, but we're gonna go ahead and finish this off with our first mailbag. Uh, or what we're really just calling a roll call, so we'll just kinda get into that. Uno those threads. Roll call, shabuya. shabuya, 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 roll call. His name is Frank. Yeah. yeah. He won. So yeah, yeah. So we think? Yeah, yeah, about our season goals. Yeah, Shabuya, Shabuya, Shabuya Roll oh, call. Oh. So this one's from Frank Martinez at Frank Talk LA. Uh, he wants to know if the Lakers miss out on that A-level guy, uh, which B-level free agent would best fit this team? And this is assuming LeBron and young and the young core stay together.
2: Uh, I mean, I'll take it if you want. Um, if if the young core stays together, and you have to, you miss out on all the K's. That's basically what we're looking at, right? The yeah. K's are your A. Everything after K is is a B level free agent in our mind. So we're talking all the K's. So it's like Dem- Boogie, Jimmy, Nikola Vucevic, uh, Nikola Vucevic, Tobias Harris, Chris Middleton, Russell Reddick. Yeah. You know those types of guys. Then. I would go like Tobias Harris I think is a strong player that would be somebody that I would be okay with he's a good shooter he's a good role player he's a good that fit into the system very well if you want a big i would go after vucevic i think he's somebody that would be would do well in la he went to usc so he's been he's been in the la market before he understands it um besides that i know david's gonna be real upset with me but i'm not going with jimmy butler waiting for that that's that's not, that's not the guy i want and one of the crazier ones because i want shooters and these are the only thing that i wanted i want shooters vucevic does that uh, harris does that Bogda- Bojan Bogdanovich from, from Indiana, that's, like, way, way lower, lower tier guy. Like, Baller. I'm talking like, C-level, low yeah. down. Like That means we missed on everybody. But if you're missing on those tops, get me shooters. That's all I want is shooters all the way up and down.
0: Yeah, I think my, my pick would probably have to be uh, Al Horford. Royal oh, God. I just – he's just he, – he does what he needs to do. He's a gritty guy. He's been there. He's going to fight. I just – I need guys who are going to be able to, you know – That are gonna be smart and be able to get in the trenches and you know do some of the dirty work. That's your level B free agent, you'd want that's my that's my level B. If we strike out on But you love Jimmy Butler. The the question says if we strike out on level A guys. Jimmy Butler's not on level A. Uh, hold on. Hold on. Don't even get me started with that. Oh my god. Don't (sighs) you're not gonna say So you got Kemba as a level A, but you don't have Jimmy as a level A. I don't have Kemba as a level A. I have Kyrie as a level A. We said the case. We said the case. Oh, but he's
1: excluded. He's not a level A. Come um, on.
2: <laughs> yeah, Kemba. I I agree. Actually, Kemba is not a level A. The, Neither, ke- the level is Durant, Leonard, Kawhi. So Kevin Durant, Kawhi, Leonard, Kyrie Irving, Clay Thompson. That's basically yeah. your your level A. Yeah. Maybe
0: maybe Kristaps. Maybe Porzingis. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's yeah. yeah, restricted. I- restricted is yeah. possible. Okay. I'd say that. Yeah, that's right. But yeah, I'm sticking with Horford though. I'm gonna go ahead and stick with Horford. Wow. All right. All right. I'll, I'll take
1: ahead. Kemba. Kemba Walker's my guy. Mm, my goodness.
2: All Kemba right. go in the backcourt, he'll work. I mean, he'll work with with Lonzo. I think Lonzo can kind of work with anybody, either one or a two. Yeah. He, he's just a. T- he's the guy that doesn't need the ball in his hands. He's gonna find you open, and then you're gonna if right. if you need to if he needs to be actually have the ball in his hands, then. That's fine, but also, I mean, like, LeBron's that guy. LeBron's the guy with, that is has his fingerprints on every single second of every single game that he's Rondo actually on the floor. Uh, Rondo really, those <laughs> two weren't on the floor all that much and really, yeah. like, together, except for when they were, you know, injured. And that was a bad combination, the two of them together, anyway. Yeah. Right. yeah, agreed. Well,
0: let's move on to, the, we have another uh, another uh, roll call request here. Roll call! His name is Kev. Yeah. Yeah, he's wondering. Yeah. yeah. About role players. Yeah. yeah. And who we bring. Shabuya. Shabuya. Shabuya roll call.
2: Oh. oh yeah. Oh that's, right. a, that's a good one right there. I like
0: that. <laughs> <laughs> this one's actually coming from uh Kevin Angeles at oh man, this is a toughie. Uh DKDNX Kevster X. Oh man, that's <laughs> terrible. Welcome so he, to my world, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you do this on a much more frequent level. Uh, so he wants to know which one of these guys would you take to fill up the role player spot. So we got Alan Crabb, uh, Wayne Ellington, Terrence Ross, Wesley Matthews, and Jeremy Lamb. Who are you guys rolling with? Jeremy Lamb was pretty
1: good this year. Surprisingly, he got better. Uh, but I'll take him off the list. Wesley Matthews is a guy I would like to have. Uh, veteran, shooter, sharpshooter. I'll, I'll take him. Terrence Ross is solid. Wayne Ellington. Alan Crabb, definitely nice. Is he a free agent? That, that okay. I, I um, I'll take Terrence Ross out of those guys. Okay. Yeah, you know I
2: actually totally agree with that. If you look at Ross, what he does, it's... I want guys that are big-time shooters and have a high percentage from from three-point range. Right. <laughs> so he, he 38 plus three-point shooter um is actually isn't good at the free throw line too where he shot almost just under 90 percent. so that's the type of guy that fits in well with the situation yes yeah. he may not be the best defender but he's not a bad defender um so i think that that's that's your perfect situation he's still young he's under 30 not at that it fits in well with the younger court i'm Terrence Ross would be my guy in, the, yeah. in that situation.
0: Well, I think we all agree on that. I was going to go with Ross as well just because, yeah, that guy, he gets when he gets hot, man, he gets hot quick, and he goes on a streak. So I would have to go yeah. with Ross as well. Uh, and then we got our last mail ba- mailbag here uh, from – actually, let's get into it. Roll call. Shabuya. 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 Roll call. His name yeah. is David. Yeah. He thinks Greg's great. Yeah. But he wants to know. Yeah. Why did
2: Jimmy hate Because <laughs> <laughs> yes, That is de- definitely David Portillo, who he was. Who he, by the way, he is the trolliest of all trolls in the entire world when it comes to trolls. He finds a way to just get on everybody. Everybody's nerve in some sure. sort of way. But uh, he thinks it bothers me, but it doesn't. But sorry. Jimmy Butler, <laughs> no, here's, I'm going to do it. We're going to do this just real fast for you, David. Right, this on is the just record. for you. The on record. the record David. I like Jimmy Butler's game. I think Jimmy Butler has is a very very strong solid player. I think he's a great um a great go- guy to have on the, on most teams. But if you look at his that he's been in He was in Chicago The young players All hated him He was in Minnesota The young players All hated him He went to Philadelphia And while they're Playing well right now The stories that have Come out of there Have all said That they don't Really like him He is a me first guy He is Someone that is going to be An issue in your locker room No matter what And he's not at the level Of somebody that can have that That can be that type of guy He's good But he's a B level He's not a, He's not at someone that you have enough um, gravitas to be that much of a problem in the locker room. So if you bring him in here, you're, g- you're risking him being a me-first guy with Lonzo and Kuzma and Ingram and basically destroying any type of locker room um, continuity that you have in there. So... I'm out on that because it was just like I was out on Boogie Cousins coming here when he was a, just an absolute mental case. I didn't want that, and I don't. That's the same reason why I don't want Jimmy Butler. It has nothing to do with his game. He's a very good player. He just, I just don't see him fitting into this locker room.
1: Well said.
0: Well, like that? I'm going to side with David here, and I hope Jimmy comes. So I'll take a little. I'll, I'll take a little bit more. Uh, a little bit more toxic behavior in our locker room because there's been plenty this season. So he'll fit in Bad. just fine. hey who knows maybe genie will give him the pbo job (laughs) (laughs) Uh, he'd want it from everything we've seen from him he'd want it so he definitely would he definitely would all right so that's going to wrap up the mail mailbag but uh i think i think that's going to be all for us today i want to thank everybody for listening if you haven't been tuning us to uh, if you haven't been tuning into the uh, podcast before today uh we appreciate we appreciate you listening today Uh, Hopefully, you'll be listening next week. Uh, You have been listening. We appreciate you as well. Just make sure you're listening. Just make sure you're listening. Please make sure you show your support. If you like what you're hearing, make sure you subscribe to our podcast. Drop a review. Share this with some friends, with with some Clipper fans, with anybody who needs it, right? Uh, And just as a reminder, we are available on all major streaming platforms like iTunes, Spotify, Google Pod, Anchor, YouTube. Uh, And I want to go ahead and thank Mr. Gregorio Bergman. For joining us today, a month, a month late, <laughs> but nevertheless, you're here, right? Uh, yeah, I appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Yeah, and don't forget, you can always catch him on the Blue Review Showtime Forum. Uh, you can catch him on Mason in Ireland, or just follow him at uh, Bergman uh, Greg on Twitter yep. and Instagram. Yes, all sir. right. See. Mm-hmm.